and let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to MP. Uh, so y'all, I need your help. I realized over the last few days that I had been entitling this show NPL Nuggets on my podcast. So I want to know from you guys, what title do you like better for the show? NPL Legal Dish or NPL Nuggets? Okay, so just put that in the comments. But let me finish my introduction. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are wondering who I am or what I do, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business. So things like registering your business with the state, making appropriate contracts, getting EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, uh, making sure you have brand protection strategies in place, hiring employees properly, having the proper procedures in place. I help you do all of that. You vote NPL Legal Dish? Okay, I'll keep that in mind. But yes, I help you do all those things. If you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do all of those things, I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 14 years and counting with a specialization in business formation. I have started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I have had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality and support and most important I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible not everybody has the time the money or the desire to go to business school or to law school but so many of you have amazing business ideas and if you're going to be successful in business there are just some concepts that you need to know there's no way around that okay uh, if you would like to work with me uh, or see how I can help you, you know, get your hello, DG99 Elohim, uh, or see how we can get your business, you know, solidified, get the foundation ready, you're going to want to go to linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram, and it is uh, all over my page on Facebook and Twitter and wherever else you find me. Um, there you can set up a free 15-minute consultation if you are a first-time client. Uh, you can also download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you uh, pick your dream business and start it in seven days or less. Uh, you can also pick up the Business Startup Basics. It is a crash course in entrepreneurship and gives you step-by-step -step instructions from a seasoned attorney on all of those steps that you need to complete to be you know, a legitimate business owner and how you get them accomplished. Uh, so you can do all that and more at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Hello, all things Beehive. All right. Uh, but that is enough about me. Uh, let's get to the show and what it's about. I see a couple of new faces in here. Um, so here's how the show works. I pull stories from the news, stories that uh, you guys have sent to me, stories that I see on social media sites, blogs, things like that. Uh, and I pull the ones that I feel like have concepts or lessons that we can learn as business owners and we discuss them. So this is a conversation between all of us, okay? Uh, I want you guys to ask questions. I want you to put your comments in, uh, you know, in the box. So don't feel shy about talking. This is, um, this is an open space for you to, you know, expand your mind, learn something and give your opinion as long as you're respectful. Okay. All right. So we are about to get started. I'm very excited about today's stories. Uh, and yeah, so I, th I think we're good. We're ready to get started. Let me get a couple of thumbs up so I know that we are ready and we um, are going to get uh, the ball rolling. Thumbs up. I'm as long as you're not driving at 10 2, but not driving, uh, I want to see at least one thumbs up, okay? 
Excellent. Don't don't feel shy. You can give up. All right. The first um the first thing that I want to tell you guys about um so we you know we always talk about copyrights and how having a copyright can protect you you know from people stealing your work and you know using it ways that you don't want to. Um, but apparently in North Carolina. The state, or at least North Carolina, the state does not have to follow copyright laws. Uh, so recently there was a play, there was, um, a case called Allen versus Cooper. Uh, there was this, um, videographer. He had been shooting, um, footage of a shipwrecked, of a shipwreck since 1998. And, you know, he had videos all over the place and he was, hello, and he was, uh, you know, posting them on, on his platforms. And, you know, this was his work and he had copyrights on them. Um, so he'd been doing this since 1998. And then in 2013, hey, Zephyrina, um, then in 2013, he, he realizes that the state of North Carolina has been using his videos um, to, you know, on their sites and to promote tourism to North Carolina without his permission. So this gentleman whose last name was Allen, he sued the state of North Carolina for copyright infringement. Um, and ultimately he brought it up to the Supreme Court and he lost against the state of North Carolina. The Supreme Court found that, um, a state is, uh, because of a state's sovereign immunity, in certain instances, a state does not have to abide by copyright laws. So when you are posting your work out there, especially if it's work that, you know, maybe, maybe something that your state can use to promote their profile, the state, based on this decision, doesn't have to get your permission to use the footage. Now, again, this was only in North Carolina. This is not binding on all, all other states. But if this happens in another state, this is a case that they could use to, to, to strengthen that argument. So at least in the state of North Carolina, be very careful because they have actually written it into law that the state does not have to uh, honor your copyrights, um, your legal copyrights, okay? So I just wanted you guys to know that real quick, especially if you know anybody in North Carolina, let them know, all right? Um, the second thing that I wanted to remind you guys or, well, update you guys about, um, if you've watched this show with any regularity, um, we have talked a lot about celebrities, uh, being sued for posting pictures of themselves that were taken by other photographers. And when we have talked about these stories, like, um, like JLo was sued a bunch of times, Ariana Grande, Nicki Minaj, Bella and Gigi Hadid, um, anybody you can think of who has a high profile, who uses social media extensively, they have probably been sued for copyright infringement by um, a photographer. Now, here's the thing. Most of these lawsuits have been filed by one attorney. One single guy has been filing all of these copyright infringement suits. His name is Richard Lebowitz. He is a he is an attorney out in California. Um, but apparently the courts have had enough of Richard Lebowitz's um, antics 
and they have um, sanctioned him. Richard Leibowitz has been fined over $23,000 in sanctions in two different suits. He has also been ordered by the court to complete a firm management court, and he also has a contempt citation against him for lying to a judge. Now, what happened? Um, apparently, Richard Leibowitz, while he has been filing these lawsuits, he has not been following proper court procedure. What does that mean? When you file a lawsuit, right? Hi, Open Arms Cleaning, Chosen 71. I remember you told me that. Um, so when you file a lawsuit, you have to file in a correct, what they call venue. So uh, you have to file, uh, you know, in a correct state, in the correct county, in the correct district, and you have to follow the rules of the court. Richard Leibowitz, in his ridiculous copyright infringement suits that he has been flinging out into the atmosphere, he has been, you know, throwing caution to the wind and not following court procedures, and in fact, lying to the judge, which is a big no-no, because in a courtroom, the judge is king. So Richard Leibowitz has been fined over $23,000 and has been ordered to go learn how to run a law firm um, because he has not been following the rules. And I'm sure it doesn't help that he has been, you know, flooding the courts with these copyright infringement suits, most of which... Um, the the court said they have been frivolous, but they're saying that he is filing all of these infringement suits to force celebrities to negotiate. So if you think about this, uh, I was thinking about this case and I'm like, Richard Leibowitz is probably taking these cases on a contingency basis, meaning he only wins if you win or you settle. Hello to everybody who's coming in, right? So most of these cases are settled at ten to $20,000 a pop. And an attorney can take as much as 50% of your winnings, you know, after court costs and everything. Well, actually, even before court costs. So let's say you, you, um, Richard Leibowitz, you know, filed a case for you and against Ariana Grande. And Ariana Grande is like, I don't want to fight this suit, you know, just pay them $20,000. Richard Leibowitz is probably po pocketing anywhere between eight and $10,000. So it's to his benefit to file all these lawsuits, but he has been annoying the courts because he has been filing so much. So because of all his antics, they have um, ordered him, hi, Bud God 202, they have ordered him to uh, go take a course to learn how to manage his law firm properly and follow court procedures. So the moral of the story is just because you can file a lawsuit doesn't mean that you should. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we are going to move on to our next story. Those were just some teasers that I wanted to, um, uh, open up with just to, you know, give you guys a little taste of what's going on. Um, uh, but you are watching NPL legal dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you want to watch back, um, back episodes of this, you want to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. And there you will find the link to subscribe to my YouTube channel where you can watch the video version or you can, and you can subscribe to my podcast where you can listen to the audio version. But we have a question from one of the viewers. DG 99 Elohim said, what do you think about the CBD hemp business? I think the CBD hemp business is a great industry to get in. It's still, you know, a, a fledgling industry. I would say in terms of trying to solidify yourself in the CBD hemp business right now, 
trademarks are already being filed. So if you have a brand, you're going to want to start filing early and often because you don't want to be boxed out of the market. I know that there was one trademark that was already approved. I want, I think it was King Weedy or something like that that was approved for hemp cigarettes. So if you're interested in getting to the, into the CBD business, now is the time. You don't want to wait until it's all settled and you know, you want to get in on the ground running and start solidifying your space, you know, in the market now. All right. But, um, we are going to move on to our next, um, story. Does any, do, do, uh, basketball fans, basketball fans, do you guys know who Giannis Antetokounmpo is? He's a guy who plays for the Milwaukee Bucks. If you know who this guy Giannis is, give me a basketball emoji. I can barely pronounce his name. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, okay? So he's a basketball player. He Yes, yes. Oh, you know who he is, DG Nanat. Oh, Sincere knows who he is too. Yes, yes, the Greek freak, okay? So uh, this basketball player with his very interesting name, um, so apparently he has multiple trademarks for this phrase Greek freak. And apparently he's known by that phrase since you, you, you popped up with it, DG. I didn't even ask for it. Um, well, Giannis, he has trademarks for Greek freak for things like sports drinks and snacks and, uh, backpacks, aftershave, um, basketball nets and equipment, right? Well, the Greek freak, Giannis, he is expanding his empire. He has filed another trademark for Greek freak in the class of online gambling. Um, okay, so remember, I want you guys to remember, when you file a trademark, you have to pick a, the class of where your trademark is. So when you trademark something, you don't, you don't own it, you know, hi, busy with, with B, you don't own it, you know, forever and ever. You own it within your industry. So if you think about the McDonald's arches, that is only trademarked within the fast food industry. The Apple logo is only trademarked in the tech industry. Um, you know, at things like that. So you can only trademark within your industry, right? So Giannis, the Greek freak, he is expanding the classes that his trademark is a part of, and he is trying to get into the online gambling industry. Um, now how this is going to work, it might be dicey because there are, there are, there are legal ramifications of online gambling. It's legal uh, if you a busy bit with B, if you would like to connect with me, you can use the link in my bio um, and book a free 15 minute consultation. Just go to the book your one on one um, session button. OK, so go to Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and uh, book book your fifth, uh, your free 15 minute consultation. Hello, TB Moore. Zephyrina, can you let me know what you were? Um, are you saying no that you don't know who uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is? <laughs> uh, but yes, so Giannis is trying to get into the online gambling industry. We don't know how that's how that's going to turn out. He hasn't started it yet, but he is at least you know doing his job. Awesome. He is at least doing his job and securing that trademark so that if it does go through and he can do his online gambling business, his trademark is already settled. So good job to the Greek freak. We we stand, you know, a, a, a savvy businessman, all right? Also, if you didn't know, this um, gentleman, Giannis, 
He is suing uh, an, a company called Fan Closet because they have been selling um, Greek freak merchandise without his permission. So remember, Giannis already has trademarks for Greek freak for, you know, different types of merchandise. So this, um, this business, they haven't gotten his permission to use Greek freak um, as a trademarked, oh, you don't know, okay. They haven't gotten his permission to use Greek Freak to sell to sell um, to sell this merch. They would need a licensing agreement. They have been selling Greek Freak Freak merchandise without a license. So Giannis he has filed a, a trademark infringement suit against Fan Closet. Apparently he sent them a, um, a cease and desist letter, and they took all the merchandise off their site, but they haven't given him you know any or they haven't given his legal team any um, response that they are going to, co to make sure that they don't use the Greek freak mark anymore. So he is still pursuing this trademark infringement suit because he wants the court to give a declaration that no fan closet, you can't use Greek freak, okay? So good luck to Giannis. Um, yeah, so that was one for you basketball fans out there, all right? Um, what time? What time is it? Okay, I want to get to this story because it is the title story, um, and hopefully we'll be able to, if we don't get to the other two, we will, we'll get to them tomorrow, okay? Um, okay, so this, this, this story that we are talking about, if you saw the, if you see the title of the, the show, it's called Jacob and Esau Part 2. Now, for those of you who were not, um, you know, raised uh, either in the church or if you are not familiar with Bible stories, in the Bible, um, there's a story of Jacob, Jacob and Esau. They were two brothers. Um, they had the same father, but they had two different mamas. And no, that's not the right story. That's a different story. Anyway, there, it, there were two brothers. They were twins. Sorry, that's my bad. They were twins. One was really hairy. The other wasn't. Anyway, dad liked the one who was really hairy because he was like a big hunter. You know, they'd go out and shoot animals together. The other brother, Jacob, he was more of a homebody. He hung out with his mom, right? Mom was afraid that dad was going to give everything he had to the hairy brother, Esau. So Jacob, she, she trained Jacob basically to, to scam his own brother. So Jacob told his brother one day, his brother came back from, you know, doing what he do, being out, getting dirty. He comes home, he's super hungry. And Jacob is like, Jacob's cooking up a storm. And Esau is like, Jacob, yo, I'm about to die. Can you please just give me some of what you're cooking? Right. And Jacob was like, Sure, I'll give you some, brother. But you need to sign over your birthright. Meaning all of the um all of the the rights that he had as the older brother, because even though they were twins, he was born first. Jacob wanted Esau basically to tell to, to sign over his rights as the big brother to his little brother for a bowl of food. And Esau did it. And that just led to a whole bunch of stuff that we're not even going to get into. But that is the basis, ba basic premise of the Jacob and Esau story, all right? And I'm going to tell you why this applies to the next story that we are talking about, all right? Now, does 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 any does anybody remember Jacob and the Jacob and Esau story growing up? I'm, I read it so many times. If y'all didn't know, I grew up in the church. You remember them, Zephyrina? 
Um, my father's an ordained minister, grew up in church, read the Bible, you know, all the stories of the, had the, had the children's storybooks, all that stuff. So they are emblazoned in my mind. All right. So I'm going to tell you how Jacob and Esau applies to this story. So there are two brothers. Um, they're the Everly brothers. Uh, one is named Phil and one is named Don. Uh, they made a song in the 1960s called Kathy's Clown. Okay. And when they put this song out, they, they were co-authors. They both got royalties and they both, um, you remember the story? Yes. And they both, you know, what, when they presented the song, it was always presented as a song that the brothers created and performed together. Okay. So that was in the 1960s, 20 years down the line. I don't know what happened to the brothers. Maybe somebody stole somebody's girl or whatever, but Phil and Don stopped talking to each other. Right. So then Don comes to Phil and he says, Hey, Phil, all the rights that you have to that song that we made in the sixties, I want you to sign them over. I want you to sign them over to me. Okay. And Phil does it. Um, but even though Phil signed over his rights of authorship to, um, to his brother, Don, they in the public, they still presented the song as they did it together. Okay. So then fast forward to 2014, Phil dies. Phil is the one who signed over his rights and Phil's heirs, meaning his children or grandchildren or whoever, you know, whoever he left behind on this earth, they want his royalties for the song and they are suing, uh, Don, the brother Don, um, for, uh, for the royalties for the song. And Don is like, no, because oh boy, he signed over his rights in the 80s and he said that I could have it. So this case actually has to be decided. The court is trying to figure out something called ownership versus authorship because while Phil did sign over um, his authorship rights, it doesn't necessarily, um, the, the family is arguing that it doesn't mean that he doesn't own it. So I want to ask you guys as an, as an audience, right? Phil signed over his signed over his authorship rights in the 80s, right? But but him and Don, they were both still acting like they were both still working together and they were like, "Oh yeah, this is a song by both Phil and Don Everly," right? So, do you think that the family has a right to sue to have this agreement rescinded or canceled because they were still acting like he was a part of it after he signed his rights away? Because that is the argument right now that the court is trying to decide. Yeah, he may have signed it away on paper, but y'all were still out here acting like you, like you did this together. So who do you think is right in this, um, in this scenario? Are his heirs right for trying to get the rights back and have this agreement canceled? Or is Don right for saying, look, my brother signed over his rights, leave me alone. Who do you think is right in this situation? Who do you think is right? Who do you think? <laughs> Yes, sincere. I am a PK. My uh, my father got ordained when I was in law school, so I'm a late PK. But I did grow up in the church. Um, yeah. So who do you who do you guys think is right in this situation? Is are are Phil's heirs right because Don was out here still benefiting from Phil saying he's part of the song, or is Don right in saying, look, uh, my brother signed over his rights, so what's your problem? 
Sincere 39 said he signed his rights away. So you don't think it matters that that Don was still out here saying, oh, yes, yeah, me and Phil doing this. So you don't think that that matters at all? Hi, and to be natural, what do you think? Um, I personally, like, for me, I feel like for Phil to have done this in the 80s, unless he was, um, you know, not in his right mind, he knew what he was doing. So I don't understand why the heirs are getting involved. Yarn Weaver says, it seems like authorship versus ownership is not clearly defined, at least in their state. He was still getting royalties. If so, the family may have the right. Um, since the other night said they were touring and performing. No, no, no. Uh, so after Phil signed his rights away, he was not getting money, but Don was still out here saying that him and Phil did the song, right? And then Phil died. And then Phil's kids were like, we want them royalties back. We want this agreement canceled. So that's what happened. So does that change anything for you guys? Does it change it? Does that change anything for you guys? Let me know. Cause, cause this is, and and you're right, um, Yarn Weaver, that th there is a, there is an issue between authorship and ownership right here, and that is exactly what the court is trying to decide. So we have to wait until the court makes their decision. Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. Okay, Sincere39 said, yes, hello, the fruit giver. All right, cool. All right, so we are just going to wait and see what happens between Phil and Don. Um, but I personally, I kind of would, um, I would like to see the family that this canceled. I feel like when this happened, you know, maybe something bad happened. Maybe they just need to kind of mend fences as a family. Why can't y'all come together? It has been over 30 years since, you know, you and your brother fell out. Why can't you mend fences with his heirs? He's not even here anymore. What is the issue, right? But that's just me, okay? All right. Um, okay, so we only have three minutes left. Uh, Sincere 39. Oh, it is in court already, Sincere 39. They're, they're, the court is now deliberating. They are now trying to figure out ownership versus authorship because, yes, Phil did sign, sign some of his rights away, but it was still being presented as if he was still one of the stewards of this song, right? Okay. So those were the stories that I had for you this evening. I was not able to finish all of them, but I did get through the majority of them. Very happy about that. We have two already in, you know, on the docket for tomorrow. Uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out with me tonight. I saw some new faces in here, which was really cool. Please feel free to come back. Um, remember, tomorrow is Talk To Me Tuesday. So, you know, my hour-long sessions are 247, but on Tuesdays, between you agree with me thank you Zephyrina. oh Zephyrina wants um thinks don should win um remember on tuesdays uh between 10 a.m and 2 30 p.m you can book a 25 minute um coaching session with me brief brief coaching session uh for 25 dollars okay so you can go to linktree forward slash npl consulting firm and go to book your one-on-one -on -one, uh session for that uh, make sure that you pick up Business Startup Basics to get your crash course in entrepreneurship. If you are using the corona time, you know, this quarantine time to get that business plan together, you need Business Startup Basics, okay? Hi, more for you, Key. All right? 
So we're going to be back here tomorrow with more stories. Um, if you find anything that you guys would like me to talk about, I would be, uh, I, I would love it. I love when you guys find me stories because, because they're always so interesting and so timely. Uh, make sure to tune in tomorrow. Make sure to tell your friends. Um, and, you know, have a good night and I will see y'all tomorrow. Bye. Oh, good night, mom. Good night, dad. Good night, Joey. And uh, happy belated Mother's Day to all you moms out there. I did say happy Mother's Day yesterday, but I want to say it again today. And yes, bye guys. <laughs>